0: Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
1: Kelsey gets there. Another good
0: kick from
3: him and here's Hartman going past one man finding Wagstaff Wagstaff turning well setting
0: up short:
3: yeah try and join Goals TV if you can sponsored by Old Zoological and yes we're here in the uh, Westall FM studio oh there
1: we go yeah. we're, we're, I think there. we're sorted now yay, yay. that so. technical wizard's been in and done all these things <laughs> which is good news have we got have we got,
4: got sound going out online don't think so I think we have because you were muted it looks like we have. Got a message saying can't hear anything. No, that was a minute ago. He was muted a minute ago. Just see if they can hear us now. Send us another message. Tell us if you he can hear yeah, us. Yeah, if you can us,
3: hear us, whack, or... give us a yeah. shout.
4: Yeah, give us a shout, please. Uh, we're, we're talking a little bit about uh, what's happened in the last season, uh, how the pre-season's going and everything like that. So, what are you, boys? Are you happy with how the season ended last year?
5: Not too bad, really. Um, I thought we'd finish at the start of the season. I was happy with mid-table, obviously, we the shot I went about with. Kind of went down a bit, but uh, when Malim came in, it really galvanised the team. Really, um, and I'm quite happy with how it ended because I'm really enjoying the way he's playing his football.
1: You're not nervous then not
5: when all. he plays
1: from the back? It's a bit of. I think it can be very nerve-wracking it's for the team. It's even problems, isn't it? It's, it's well, like, it probably in is. In the yeah. long term, yeah. it's risk and reward, isn't it? Isn't
5: it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I'm not against
1: him playing that way. No. They've got to get the players played to sign into it aren't you? and take the responsibility when they've got the ball. And that's one of the things they need.
3: Yeah. there's a lot. I mean, if you look at a lot of the teams that, that, that play possession-based football or they try and control games where, I mean, because at the end of the day, the logic is that if you've got the ball, your team can't score, can they? Yeah. Um, But it's what you do with the ball, what we do with the ball. I mean, our issue last season was, I mean, we had everything but up front sorted, didn't we? We, we, yeah. we were controlling the game for, for pretty much the entire match and then... Um, we were struggling to create chances and and or score goals. So, you know, we we drew a lot of games. If we can turn those draws into wins, that's where the success comes from. And I think that's what Rosini is going to be working at. Obviously, if we have a fully fit squad, it's a lot easier to do that. (laughs) But last season was just uh, what we we didn't play with a recognised striker for the last month and a half of the season, which just tells you everything, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, I don't think we went really well with, with the strikers, did we? I mean, I don't think we bought many to be quite honest. Obviously, it was unlucky the ones we bought. Conley, who started quite well, obviously got injured and he was out. And then obviously Oscar got injured, Tete got suspended and he had a couple of injuries. So we were struggling a little bit up front, I think, most of the season, to be honest. And it's the thing what we've got to sort out this season, aren't we? You know, we I mean, put Ryan Longman up. As centre forward, centre forward a few times, didn't we? Uh so it was it was really a struggle last season. The one thing I wanted to ask if anybody's interested is how usually before the season you think who's gonna be in the bottom three? And I can't honestly find three teams that I would say you would think probably. I mean, last year, you know, you'd have said Rotherham was one, you'd probably say that this year, wouldn't you? Maybe Plymouth. Plymouth I I mean, was the one I
5: was thinking. Yeah, about. I
1: couldn't think of another team that. I'd, I think it's going to be a real tough season this year for everybody. I don't think there's any major standout team. Obviously, three coming down from the Premiership, you'd think would be the three standouts, but they've got their problems. Leicester—they're getting rid of most of their better players. I think Leeds are going to probably struggle on two players, and Southampton—they didn't have a very good season, so I would imagine their morale won't be brilliant. So, and the teams coming up Ipswich. And uh, yeah, Chef Wednesday. Wednesday, I'm sure they'll be full of confidence. So I think it's mm-hmm. going to be, a I know it's always a tough league, but I think this more than ever is going to be a really tough league. I don't know what other people think about it. I can, I can see QPR having another slump. Do you think yeah. so? Yeah,
5: they seem to be just in
1: the, just in the, way,
5: in the, in the doldrums.
1: Yeah, drums you could be right, you with... could be right. But I, I looking at it, it really look like Millwall. They're always they still still do well done. The Millwall, Millwall are
3: a weird team because they always seem to be mm-hmm. in and around the playoffs, but don't actually finish in the play. They're, they're a bit like Preston, where they yeah. hover in that little um, just outside the top six zone, but don't go in it. And it, it, you, you can't really predict them to do anything because they're just there all the time. Whereas, like, I mean, last season was so close. I mean, what was it like with? five or six games left, I think there was up till 14th, 13th. Yeah. Realistically yeah. still finishing the top six. So if you're if you if you're trying to find teams and predict this league, it's I so difficult. It's go- I
1: think it is really going to be hard this season. But obviously, I'm obviously hoping City in the top six, if not higher up yeah. than that, like. And- but there's going to be <laughs>
3: 16, 17 other teams that are going yeah, to be saying. Yeah, I think this season
4: is probably one of the toughest championships yeah. that we've we've encountered in the time that we've been in the Championship. At both ends, yeah. yeah. definitely. I yeah. think it's going to be so tough this season and trying to cement a top six spot is going to be really difficult. I'm not sure we can do it this season, to be honest, because I think with the money that we spent last season, being under this financial fair play problem, I'm not sure that we can get enough quality into the team with the money that we've got to spend, especially when you think about the people coming down. Leicester City can spend as much money as they want because they've just sold that many players for that yeah. much money. They can spend whatever they want. So how, how do players like Harry how, how, do you, how do you compete with <laughs> someone like that? It's really difficult, isn't it?
3: It, it, it is, but you know, they've got relegated for a reason. And um, I know players, it's, it's it's a lot more easier to recruit players to your, to your side, being a relegated Premier League side, because the chances of you bouncing straight back up is a lot higher. Um, but look at Norwich and uh, who else stayed down last season? Watford. It doesn't always work, and you, you can have one of the best squads in the league on paper, and it, it, they've got to have the um, desire to want to play in this league to match the physicality. Because in the Premier League, they give you a lot more time on the ball. Championships yeah, are relentless, yeah. isn't it?
4: What we what we've got this this season, and we had last season, really good is We've got a good team spirit, got yeah. a good camaraderie between the team, and that can give you a little bit of an advantage over other teams that are maybe bought together a little bit and they're not uh, as together in the dressing room as what a team like whole city are. And I think that's one thing that Liam's done quite well is he seems to have galvanized them. There are they all seem to be mates in the dressing room. There not seem to be groups of people I think you know that could get us that bit of extra that we maybe need.
1: Mm. Well I would hope you know we we, we had a reasonable season last year, I think. You know, probably eight or ten games to go. We still have the hopes of the top six, didn't we? You know, obviously we had drew a few games. We didn't have forwards, as we've said earlier on. If we can keep these forwards fit, I don't see why we can't have a you know even better season. I'd say we'd be top six, but I think we could be pushing up that way because I don't think it was far off last year, realistically. in the play, we haven't got rid many players, have we? No. You know, I mean,
3: f- for me, it was at the beginning of the season. I don't think any of us realistically said that we'd be in the top six. No, I think, I think no, we, no. We, we maybe got a bit carried away with the hype with signing 1,900 players or whatever <laughs> it was. <that> we <laughs> um, but the, the thing was is we all said we just wanted to to see progression. So obviously, under McCann, we've, uh, McCann shot a season. We finished 19th. Yeah. You wanted to see progression. You wanted to see us start pushing the mid-table, right? Yeah. So if you split our season into thirds last season, by November we were all, you know, how do we stay in this division? Yeah. We're in a relegation <laughs> fight. Then, come January, before the Norwich game, we were all saying, we're bound for the top six. Yeah. We're, on a, we're on a run. We're just outside the top six. That's where we're we, heading. We, we
4: dream quite quickly, don't we? Yeah, yeah. we do. In the
3: some, <laughs> some would say fans are a bit overreactionary. <laughs> um, oh. No! No, not a chance. Especially not me, we'll tell you. Um, but then when we lost to Norwich, then it was like, that's it, season's over. Yeah. yeah. And... Then for the rest of the season we kind of just meandered in the middle of the table. So we we went from relegation to chasing the playoffs to happy with mid table. But before the season we'd be happy with mid table. Uh, so overall, they their hands off the mid table.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course. I think from when Liam came in it was well, we finished eighth
5: based on the table. I think basically. we ended up about yeah. 11 for 12. 11
3: because the, yeah. the draws. Because
5: that just shows you how much better we were under a senior than we were under shotter yeah it yeah, does we well, are on the uh you're on FM. you're listening to tiger pop and to Holland back podcast
4: a little bit of a collaboration that we're doing tonight if this works well and we can sort the technicals out we might do it again yeah yeah anyway so we, we was happy with the finish of last season uh I'm real happy at the moment because of the signings that we've made in the case that, you know, we've signed up Alfie Jones, we've signed up McLaughlin. Uh, we've obviously had Coyle sign up to a new contract. We've had Vaughan sign up as well. I think the business that we've done, just signing our own players, is as good as signing other people. I don't know what you guys think.
5: Yeah, the housekeeping was definitely, I think, the priority right at the start of this transfer window is getting all sorted. And then looking forwards towards getting, bringing, bringing other players in.
1: Yeah. yeah,
3: it was a nice change, wasn't it? Because if uh, under the alarms, um the name, I thought I'd never say on radio. Um, it was, it, it was, we, we would wait until the very last second to try and sign players to contract. Yeah. It was always left. Are we going to sign this player? Is he going to sign his contract? We're we going to let him walk away for free. The contract situation under the previous regime was was something that, um, was, was just one of the most annoying aspects of supporting the club. So, this time round, to see us actually, you know, identifying players that are crucial to the long term success that are already here. Getting them tied down to long-term deals is, as you say, just as important as, as new signings because they they've got to be here. they've got to know that they're here for the next few years to be able to give hundred and ten percent. You yes. can't be thinking yeah. about where am I going to be next season. No, yeah,
1: yeah. No. no, no. I think it's, it it's has been a good good move by the club. That's one of the things you want because, as I say, we didn't have a bad season last year. We was a little bit unlucky with injuries for a fair part of it. And, you know, we still finished sort of mid-table comfortably, didn't we? So, we had had a bad season. So, I would think you've got to look at the players we had. Just add a bit to them, you know. And we are doing that. We're trying to add a few players here and there, you know. Obviously, we've got Dilap from Man City. Who is, they said he hasn't cut it. Or was it Preston and Stoke? It could be the style it of could be, It or... could easily be, you know. He's yeah. come from Man City. They might want to play a different way Preston and Stoke. And he yeah. doesn't. He don't, Really, well, I, think, I, think, I think
4: coming from Man City, it shows that Pep likes the way that Liam's playing, you know, and that's why I think he's come here is because he Pep does like the way that Liam's playing. He can, he can see him sitting in our side and probably doing something in our side, and maybe,
5: as you say, he's not, he's not fitted in the Preston way, the Stoke way as well. Yeah, well, Liam had said, I think the main thing that came out of it that he's got freakish pace. Yeah, it's something that he desperately wants up front. He wants someone who can break the offside track very easily because Oscar. Great Oscar, is, I wouldn't say he's the fastest player.
1: No, w- no, w- yeah, no, yeah, no definitely not.
5: And no. um, what about uh, the one player that I'm interested
4: in is uh, Uriel Selly. Is that how he say
1: it? Celli- Celly, Celli- I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
4: He, he, he's, still, he's still on love, but apparently we can get him back in January, can't we? I don't know. <laughs> I won't lie; I completely forgot we had him for a long time. I, didn't, but I, yeah, I know, did, but you know, I think he could. He's he's the signing that we we haven't seen, and we're probably not going to see until January next year. But he could come in in January and and you know do something in this league and be like a new signing to us that we've already got.
3: Yeah, I, it's it's a weird one because obviously there was different rules, obviously following Brexit and and whatnot with transfers and 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 being able to sign players overseas into the English League. But I, I, I'm sure, I, I, I can't remember if it was on Twitter, And they changed the ruling or something like that? Yeah, I think, yeah, I think, I think, I think that's why it, yeah. you can come back to yeah. us in January so, rather
4: than it being the full season, which yeah, you, it could it could be good for us. I'm just, you know, I, I've, I've seen a little bit of it on YouTube and it looks like a player, The eh? old YouTube compilation. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you can't beat a
3: YouTube Everyone's Lionel Messi in <laughs> <on>
1: there.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Hey, the
1: what do you think about the then? goalkeeper goalkeeper situation? Uh, I, I'm I'm happy with Ingram. Yeah, I am to I be am. honest. Yeah, it's yeah. a shame
5: we're probably not going so to get down. I agree. I think fall. it is a shame because he
4: is a good player, good player. Uh, and I think the battle between the two is good, but we can't afford him,
5: can we? No, probably not. No. not I mean. when you
3: compete. I think we probably could have had him until the Premier League clubs, the re- well, the recently relegated Premier League clubs decided <laughs> yeah. to join the chase, and, yeah. and Newcastle saw an opportunity to then bump up the price a yeah. bit, maybe. But yeah, I mean, the thing is with me, it's. If we're looking for another goalkeeper, to me, that suggests that Rossini doesn't see Ingram as the goalkeeper for this system,
4: despite how good he is. I think he's started to come into the system and I think he grew grew into the system more as he was playing. He was unlucky to get an injury near the end of the season and that's when Darlow got his chance and, you know, obviously Darlow showed his quality. But I think watching Matt Ingram certainly the other night on, on the on Sunday on the game. I thought he was playing okay to be honest. Yeah, I do I, I mean I was a little bit worried when it was near the centre line I thought they were gonna chip him <laughs> in a but you know, I think he's yeah. he's doing I think he's growing into the system to be honest. Yeah, he fighting running for a few seconds.
1: <laughs> yeah. he did, he? I mean yeah. the thing is with the way you want the keeper to pass out. I mean, they all make the odd mistake, don't they? They're going to you know. Edison's probably the exception to the rule, he's he's so comfortable on the ball in the you yeah. know, he's, probably the best at doing that but the others are getting better and mm. I think Ingram like you said did get better over the season
3: I mean he was he know? was in like the top 5% for most goalkeeper statistics in the league yeah. yeah he was one of the best keepers in the league and then obviously he was displaced by Diallo for the rest of the season so you don't know how high he would have finished in those stats. but no, Ingram's very 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 rarely let us down and no. I, I'd be happy if he was our first choice keeper this season But T- Timothy
4: to Tutala did I say that right? I believe so. Close I, think. Sure.
5: Close enough, I think.
4: Uh, yeah. I'm not sure about him yet. Not
5: seen nothing.
4: Yet. No. Yeah. Uh you know, but he has played in his international side, France under 20s, hasn't he? You know, he's done a, he gets picked from, so yeah. there's got to be some up there, aren't they?
3: He's young. Uh goalkeepers, they say, don't come into the prime from no. the late 20s, early yeah. 30s, do they? So no. you know, he's, he's I think it was probably good for him to get that experience out on loan last season. Um, probably. That's probably the intention of the new goalkeeper, to be fair, is so we can send him out on loan. Yeah. Um, and have two first-choice standard yeah, goalkeepers here.
5: To went. so was it Steven and John Lund? Yeah, they classic, got promoted, and Apparently, they? he had a good time there. Mm. So, maybe another loan spell could do him good.
4: And uh, one thing I can say on this uh, podcast and on live on the radio is whole city needs to update their website because we've still got <laughs> uh, we've still got not the new players on now there. It's still showing that uh, we've got Figueiredo as, uh, yes, as a team really member. Figueiredo has gone to Brazil, which is good for him and good for us, I think.
3: We made money on him, which is yeah. crazy. Yeah.
5: Absolutely um, crazy. It's a shame all that turned out because he came with. I think everyone was positive about the uh, transfer at the time. for, yeah. for his fans have not a bad word to say about him, but he just didn't really fit into the way we played. No, yeah. and I think. Uh, yeah. I think. I think they kept him in the firing line land for a bit too
4: long yeah. before before
3: taking. Yeah.
4: Yeah. that game did not help. Him. No, no, that's no, what no. he will be remembered for. Unfortunately, yeah. Yeah. unfortunately, that's his legacy. I think that you know. A, a, a more experienced manager would have probably taken him out and, and let him have a bit of a break and give somebody else yeah. a go just to take the heat off him a little bit. And I think that's probably the downfall of his season. And it probably he didn't do him any good, did it? He? Yeah, yeah. His confidence was shot, wasn't
3: it? Yeah, it was. I mean, it was very strange that, I mean, shotter, when you look back, I mean, I liked the Beginning of the season, you can probably find three or four episodes where I'm sat singing his praises on an episode. Beginning of the season, he was actually okay. Yeah, um, was the first couple of games, yeah. Was yeah. Right. When, when obviously the first was it four or five games we went unbeaten, joint top of the league, and it was okay. And then, it did, the, just like him, but the rest of the team just fell off a cliff. Yeah. And um, yeah. like you say, you look. I mean, one of our biggest criticisms of McCann was was his lack of being proactive and changing stuff when it's not working. Um, yeah. Which is what I would always say about Schotter in the end was he just didn't change it. I know obviously he, he had his hands tied for the vast majority of it with injuries and stuff, but. We were crying out for Sean McLaughlin, yeah, yeah, at, at that mm-hmm. stage of the season, and for some reason he just did not fancy him. And I wonder if there was a
4: clash of personalities there Andy, or so, something like I that.
1: Mean, to be fair, Andy Dawson didn't play Sean McLaughlin straight away, no he, didn't, did he? No, 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 he didn't, which which surprised me because he was probably my player of the year the year before, and I can't understand why he just didn't walk into the. But team.
3: Some t- there might have been a mentality thing to that. So when Dawson comes in, if 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 a player not played well, like Figueredo wasn't, and then Dawson comes in and drops him straight away.
1: Possibly, yeah. he's thinking yeah.
3: his confidence is shot. He's not going to play it, but he's probably gone. I'm going to put faith in him, play him, and see if he. Yeah. you know, what I mean, but we had a couple of decent results under Dawson, didn't we? So yeah,
1: yeah,
4: no, I, th- I think uh, I, th- I think you know the as you say Dawson, he might have changed it. We just he didn't get the time, and then yeah. Rossini came in, and and obviously the rest is history. And as I say, I, I, I like I like what Rossini is doing with the team. I like what oh, he's trying I mean. to do. I think, you know, the playing out from the back, does it make me nervous? Yes, it does so. Will, I'm not with you. I'm very nervous about it. Oh, well, but... I bit nervous about it, but I know that <laughs> it's
5: a great
4: long-term idea. I think it is a great long-term idea, and if you've got the players to do it, which I think he's trying to do, he's, he's going to be a little bit... A uh, little bit... What's the word that I'm looking for? Hampered this season in trying to do it because of what we can do inside but the thing, it. The
3: thing is with the system, so... Rosini has said this loads of times, like when he's met with fans and when he's when they, did, with the, they did the evening with him and everything like that. Um, the thing is with this system, is he, it's all in the players. So when he's wanting them to play out from the back, that's the preferred choice. Now it's up to the player to decide whether to hit it long. Yeah. If he's yeah. got to a point where he's gone, I can't play this shot, I need to get rid of it. Rosini can't help it if the player makes the wrong decision. No, he can't. Yeah. What, no. He, what he's trying to do is teach them when to know and identify the difference, and obviously yeah. there's going to be teething issues, like you said in the first season, where players maybe get a bit too confident in the situation, get caught on the ball. I think Seri gets caught on the ball quite often. It does, yeah. yeah. Um, but also undroppable, in my opinion. So you know what I mean? It's it's in in terms of the the, the style of play you want to do. A lot of this style play has to be with the players' football and intelligence.
1: Yeah, well, I think the same's happened a bit at Brighton, aren't they? I mean, under Potter, like, there was a decent team, but this the new manager has got yeah. Dunk playing, you know, he, I don't he's been in England team before, as I know he got injured before the last one, but he was actually called up to the England squad mm. on his performances because he's improved so much playing the ball out. So it is about a little bit about confidence and giving them players confidence. Yeah, because obviously that the fella can do it, but he, he obviously Whatever manager was hasn't given that confidence to do it, yeah. but he is doing it. They'll deserve it. So you know it's the same problem here to a certain degree. You know you've got players who are more confident, the ones who aren't as confident. You've got to give them that bit of a fill up and make make sure they get the confidence. I, you? I think
3: rosinia And I mean, you can just get this from listening to him in interviews and what he is as a person. You can tell in terms of man management that he probably meets with all of them players one-on-one every training session and tries to identify weaknesses and say, you should be working on this. It'd work better if you did this. This is what we're going to try and do next season. So maybe try and practice this a bit more kind of thing. I get the impression that Rosini does that. Obviously, I've not been down to training and see that, but yeah. I would come like, you saw you saw the uh
4: you saw the thing that the club had put out about his talk when they first came oh, back from a season. And, you know... All, all applaud its to him because, you know, to come out and actually do that and to to tell the players that, we, you know, he believes that they can do yeah. it. And if you don't believe as a manager that you can do it, you can't expect your players to do it. Yeah. And you've got to give people belief. I mean, you, you lads, I'm a driving instructor and any time I put somebody in for test, I, I say to them, you know, you can do it. And if I don't say to them, you can do it, then I shouldn't be putting them in for tests mm-hmm. because they, they yeah. can't do it. So if you don't have belief in your players and, and stuff like that, then there's no point because you've got to have that belief there yourself. If you haven't mm-hmm. got that, then no point in, in trying to instill it in your players, is there?
3: No, no. I mean uh, that's something that you probably look back at Shotter's reign with, and did did, did, did I, he didn't even fill the fans with confidence in no. his interviews? So <laughs>
4: um,
3: you know he's got a tough a tough. I like shotter, I thought he
4: was a lovely guy, yeah. and he talked. I mean, we we met him. We was quite lucky. We got into the chairman's suite last year. Uh, my mate won tickets, but he thought he had COVID, so he gave them to us. All and right. we went into the chairman's yeah. suite. We had a good chat. We with Sh- we with and you thought from talking to listening to him, he, yeah, he, yeah, you know, it sounded it, yeah. like he had a really good idea. And then you watched it on the Saturday, and you think
3: that's not what he said.
4: That's not enough. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely not. And it, you know, it, it, you wondered why it went so horribly wrong. But yeah, he talked a good game, but didn't put it out on the pitch.
1: Yeah, very odd. I mean, it... whether it was something to do with the language, you know, he's. Is... I don't know I to say but you don't know, do you, if you're using the right words and things like that. Mm-hmm. Rossini, yeah, you know, obviously he's, he's doing really well. He did well at Derby as well, didn't he? His, his last, yeah. I think, was it 12 or 13 games for, for them? He was manager and he did really well there. So he's obviously got something about him and he obviously wants the team to play in a certain way, which I have no problem with. You know, I don't mind them playing that way. As I said before, it's just a little bit nervy at times. But uh, I think we. as I don't think we need many players. We've got a forward now. Maybe need somebody another defender. Depends who we lose, isn't it? In the next few weeks, if we lose yeah. anybody, that could be one of the big problems. Who's going, boys?
3: Uh, I, I hope none of them go. I mean, the the only players I w- you you maybe consider leaving are players that need to go out on loan or that are going to be on the fringes of the squad. You like I me? Mean, I mean, Woods has played well these couple of friendly games, but. Realistically, I think he's not going to be in the in the starting lineup in and around. I'd probably see. I'd rather Woods and uh, Doc, for example, go than uh, Greaves and Oscar. Yeah, because yeah. of how crucial they are to the team. I mean, and the return you're going to get from those players is going to be far higher, which is obviously what is going to be in consideration from the the ownership when he, <laughs> when they're selling players. If you can sell Jacob Greaves for it, eight million it, is pounds, he let, is he going
4: to let Oscar go? Thirteen goals last season. Would you let Oscar go? Depends on how much gets offered. Really? But where, where do you get them 13 goals from? Yeah, it can be so That's hard to replace question. a goal scorer, is the problem, especially well, it, at this level.
1: You'd like to think the lap might get you know, is he gonna goals. get 13? Well, you would like to think so. How you? much did we sound Oscar
5: for? Three. What much was it? At all? So it's like trying to get someone of that quality again in for three million to replace him. You, it's gonna be hard
3: to the, do. The thing is, with the championship, is to get a guaranteed goal scorer at this level, teams spend I mean, look at was it, it was eight million pounds on Ellis Sims to Coventry do you know yeah. that's the kind of climate we're in at the minute yeah, so yeah. If, if you're going to sell Oscar for you know a few mil make a profit on him yeah, because we signed him for free that's fine but then like you say you're gonna to have to spend so much more money than probably what you made on him to replace his goals in the side and the fact that we found somebody for free who I think on a full 46 game season will get 20 plus goals yeah 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 I can I see that, ludicrous.
1: yeah
4: yeah yeah, I not I definitely would not be letting Oscar go anywhere. We talked outside the studio when I was waiting to come in about Greaves and Greaves. is a bit of a mixed, uh, mixed one in there, you know. I think if the right bid came in for him, I'd let him go. To be quite honest with you, but you know, I might get shot down in flames for it. If I do, then you know, I'm d- at DJD <coughs> in 1974 on Twitter. Feel free to shoot me down. I've got no problem <laughs> with it. I mean,
5: I adore Jacob Greaves, but I do think he's going to go this summer. I personally think he's going to go.
3: It's weird. It, like I said this to you outside. The, the, the thing is, we're very short on defenders at the minute. Yeah. I know we let Figueredo go, and he realistically probably wasn't going to be involved in the first team, let's be honest. But you look at the centre-backs we've got at the minute, we've got Sean McLaughlin, Alfie Jones, Jacob Greaves, and Andy Smith. And then a couple of youngsters obviously could go into it. But in terms of depth, you, you don't want to rely on 18, 19-year-olds. Andy Smith, I'm quite excited for, I think will be a part of it yeah. for the two good seasons he's had on loan at Grimsby um, player of the season. I think at least for at least one of them, it might be both. Um, I, I, I'd like to see him involved as Jones' backup, but is Greaves going to be happy as backup? I don't think so. Is he going to be happy playing left-back? I don't think so. And we're going uh, to
4: sign a left-back,
3: aren't we? Yeah, Vinagra is probably, probably going to yeah. come in. Um, so, you know... We've got so. you
1: haven't we? You're going
4: you're gonna to start Sean McLaughlin ahead of Jacob Greaves all season, aren't you?
3: On, on on last season's form, absolutely, and that's the thing. But um, I was on a show the other day, and I said the, the problem is with those two is you know say McLaughlin gets an injury and Greaves steps in. Greaves is is more than capable of then yeah. solidifying that starting position. And we're talking the same about McLaughlin saying how does he get back in the side? We've got two unbelievably good left footed centre halves that are fighting for the same spot. Yeah. It's yeah. really unless he goes to three at the back, <clears throat> I can't see us wanting to keep all the groups but we obviously need to sign at least another two or three center backs is the problem if you let him go so it's... It's funny he
5: agrees because he's not he didn't really cement a specific spot last season but he played this joint most number of games for yeah because we had to well we had yeah. to utilize
3: him in left back didn't we yeah and he, he did a good job in left back to be fair but like I you say he missed that natural balance
1: think I don't
4: think he did a bad job I, I was I think that you know Callum there as a left back was definitely more natural you could see the more natural ability that he had to get the ball in the box and things like that. I think Jacob Greaves likes to come inside a bit more than what Callum likes to overlap and put the ball in. I think we'll lack putting the ball into the box a lot of the time, especially when you've got somebody like Oscar there, because if you get a good ball in, he, he was there nine times out of ten. Yeah. To, and and you've got you have <coughs> a good. big
3: who yeah. loves, Yeah. Quite a big part to play this season, and he's got height on him, so you'd think we'd be sticking more balls in the box this And that's
4: what you've got to hope this season. I just yeah. don't think we did enough of it last season. And if you play Jacob Greaves at left-back, you're not going to get as much
3: as that mm-hmm. for, for me. I mean, he, he played his, his, his first reasoning for putting Greaves in at left back above elbow was the fact that we conceded so many goals from set pieces. He wanted more height in the squad. Yeah. yeah. That was literally the, the, the whole reason Greaves started playing there. And then he just turned out to be actually fairly de- decent oh, yeah. as a left yeah. back. I think then just sort of kept to that role. And but like you say, the squad misses a bit of natural balance. I think when you play a centre half out there, I mean, Dan Burns sort of converted from a centre half to a left back, and he? But, we're talking Champions League level player, there are we Newcastle? So it's a bit different, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but with, what about with...
1: playing the three at the back? Then do you, think you, really well, you sacrifice
3: do a player that? in an attacking sense, don't you? And I don't think Rosina wants to do that. You can lose you a go... midfielder or you lose an attack uh, striker, don't you? Could
1: you go three, five, two?
3: But then you don't have the wingers. We well, on
1: the five, you, got, you, you got do the don't the yeah. you got the wing back, can drop up and back.
3: But your problem with that is is that your wing backs have to defend. So if you're playing, um, let's say, um Ali Aaron I mean, to be fair, Ali I played decent as left wing back at the beginning of the last season. Yeah, it does, he yeah, it does yeah.
1: get back, doesn't
3: he? But the thing is, is when you're playing a wing back system, you've got players that the wing backs have to go up and attack, but they also have to be that defensive part of that defensive five. So they have to be fairly good at defending. Um, yeah. I'd rather our wingers be further up the pitch if I was being honest. Well, I'd, I I'd, I'd, I'm I just wondering if doing he
1: it. wants to keep Graves, which. I can't see him, as you say, playing back up to yeah. McLaughlin. It's you know, how, he's up and McLaughlin yeah. gets an injury, isn't he? It's how <laughs> vital does
3: Rosinia see Jacob Greaves to this team? If yeah. if he's so important that he needs to add him in, but also you can't drop Jones on Macca because of the season they had, then he will have to change to a vibe the back. But...
5: I'm glad Jones finally got mentioned. You know, player, <laughs> player, player, player yeah, but it's
3: because we're comparing players. the left-sided yeah. defenders,
5: aren't we?
1: Well yeah. John, yeah, Jones had
3: a real uh, I, mean, I, think, I think he started poorly to be fair. It, no, he did. It, I, I went uh, away to QPR, which um is is a is a game that, that is, is a really bad memory for me because I drove all the way from Leeds to get to the KC for what was it, half past eleven in the morning to then drive all the way to London <laughs> to then watch the game and we lost three one, played awful and I didn't get back to all till three and then back to Leeds till four. So yeah, <laughs> it was a really bad day. But um Jones put James was really bad that game, I remember thinking You
4: see, I think that Jones became better once that McLaughlin came in. I think McLaughlin yeah, gave Jones it. a little bit more confidence. I think that's what happened is that there was a bit more... Whether it's the age thing, because McLaughlin's just a little bit older than Jacob Mm. Reeves, and whether it's that, I don't know. I just want to say, by the way, you're listening to Westall FM 106.9 Tiger Pop, and also to Hull & Back Podcast. We've teamed up tonight for a special uh, sort of podcast radio jig, and we might do it again if you want us to. If you don't, then just say, don't do it again, please, boys.
1: Yeah, (laughs) I'm sure they'll tell us. Yeah, I'm sure they will. (laughs) 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 Don't do it again, boys.
3: (laughs) To be fair, we had uh, Nathaniel popped up. Um, earlier, I think it was when someone mentioned Longman. He put, it's like Beetlejuice, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, we've not mentioned him since. He's he's vanished. So. He's
5: going Nathaniel.
1: <laughs> what about Ryan Longman then? Well, we're mentioning him again. So we might get Nathaniel back on that
3: it, Yeah, he'll pop up in two seconds. Yeah. What about him? Um, I would send him out on personally. Sure. I I I'm reluctant to sell him because we know how good he can be.
1: Yeah, he's it's he's been a bit unlucky, I think, has not he? because he, he's played in different positions. Hasn't yeah,
3: he? he just doesn't look. <laughs> The player that we saw when he was here on Lone under no, no, I I,
1: no, I
3: don't know if it's maybe because he actually discovered that wing-back is probably his natural yeah, position. He was, he was really good because we played uh, Lewis Potter and Longman as wing-backs in that system, didn't we? Yeah. yeah. And he was really good. And then, obviously, we signed him permanently and then Schotter came in. I don't know if a change in the system, and whatnot, maybe just lost his, his, his mojo. But we've, he's just not been the same. And yeah, we, I, think, I
4: don't think the crowd uh, getting on his back last yeah. season, yeah. Like, no, his confidence. Is good, yeah. the his he's Huddersfield
3: away was a, was a, was a bad was a yeah, bad time oh. for him. Um,
4: and, and, and I was I felt sorry for him because one thing he is, he's definitely committed to the to the cause. It's just you know sometimes things don't go your way. I
3: think. Yeah. Like someone was just said in the comments here, a, he's a confidence player. Um, yeah, probably I, is. Yeah. The thing is, is he's not. Is he realistically going to get enough games, well, a, a run of games in in this current side to get his confidence back? I don't think he will, because if you get a pecking order up of, of, of the wingers and strikers in this squad, I don't think Longman's in anybody's top five. No,
1: I, I don't think he would. Be. No. No, no. So to me.
3: Except Nathaniel, who obviously is yeah, in number one. He'd Nathaniel <laughs> Nathaniel would play him in goal if you he, he, he was unfit. Full
1: team of Ryan Lungman. Yeah. yeah.
5: <laughs> but but
3: uh, to me, just send him out alone to a league one scored, let him start banging in some goals. And uh um, about
1: Xavier Simmons.
4: I really like him. I like
1: him. there's a lot one or two I've read. We think they should play, I think, ahead of Seri, to be honest. Really well, I think
4: for a few games last season, I would have definitely played him ahead of Seri, but then I don't know. At the end of the season, he didn't look as good as he did when he came in. And Sarah was injured. I don't, I, you know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why that. I, he's young, isn't he? That's the thing. Yeah. And and your young players, do you get seven out of ten every week? I don't think you do all the time,
5: do you? Liam really likes I mean You can tell when you listen to his interviews. He's like he can't believe a player. I think when he first came in, he thought uh, someone from Chelsea, like Harvey Vale. Yeah. You know, Probably knew it wasn't going to be his. We probably thought, well, he's not going to be here at the end of the season. He's probably just going to go back to Chelsea. Then he kept, he saw him play, and he thought, this summer I can do it. Here. Yeah,
0: it's
3: the potential, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think mean, yeah. you've got to come into the squad. It's like Harry Vaughan. Yeah, if, if you can come into he squad, took his
4: chance so well, didn't he? Yeah, oh, if yeah.
3: you can come into a Championship squad, you know, at this level of football, I mean, the Championship is tough for some for some seasoned veterans. Never mind a youngster um, trying to come into the side, and, and we didn't know anything of Simons. And I mean, you can probably find episodes of the pod last season where we were wondering why we signed him because he was nowhere near the starting eleven. Yeah. I think it didn't, it didn't make his debut till January, was it? Yeah, it was, was it? Was in the I cup think against thought, Fulham? He
5: got an injury at one point. And I think
3: win. I think it, I think it was in the cup against Fulham, yeah. and he played really well. And then that kind of forced him into the side. And when a player looks comfortable on the ball and it full of confidence, that there already says to the manager. Yeah, we've got a player here, you know. He don't he don't he don't retreat into his shell or you know let a mistake phase him kind of thing. And if you're looking at a long-term replacement, because Seri's not realistically going to be if we don't go up, I don't think Seri will be here next season because I don't think wage-wise, it would probably make yeah. sense.
5: His wife Yeah, might yeah she'll it. probably
3: want to go to Italy. Um, but he he's going to be that long term replacement because you want to see the future is okay in that each yeah, position. And, yeah. and midfield is definitely covered with the likes of Simon's coming through.
1: Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I,
4: agree. Well. I, I agree. Yeah, you know, we, we, we have got a, a good sort of backup in the midfield. And as you say, Simon's definitely fits that. Another one that fits that, uh, Callum Jones, I've seen him mm. a couple of times. and have been quite impressed with what he's done, to be quite honest with you. And I think he could be one for the future as well. And the key. Blooding him out on loan, don't they? Just to see yeah. how, how we can do, and I, I think you know he, he could certainly be somebody who comes in and does a good job for us.
3: Yeah, he's another player who's a bit like Seri, where he's, he's very um composed and classy on the ball. Yeah, uh, yeah. but he's, a, he's the kind of player that a lot of fans, me, me included, has want to see maybe have some more first team opportunities, but hasn't really been given that chance.
1: No. So it's always going to be
4: hard with those players that are in there, though, ain't it? You know. You've got, you've got Slater played as well as he has done. And then Triori came in, didn't he? You know, and he was doing really well as well. As we've just mentioned, Simons, you know, and then you've got to try and get rid of uh, Seri out the position as well. He's a two-fan as well. Yeah, two-fan.
5: Well. It's not easy, is it? Well, Callum, I think Callum's loan, Yeah, he's it's gone to the Forest, He's got a peach of free kick the other day. Another, yeah.
1: I think the thing is, it's a good thing is the loan. Because uh, Jacob Greaves went out on loan, didn't he? Yeah. And he came back a lot better player after being on loan. I think the lower leagues, it's so tough, isn't it? It's you know physically.
5: Yeah. tough. there's always that argument about well, all these players at like the bigger clubs just staying at the big clubs and in their academies and under reserve leagues. No, you want to be going out to the EFL and getting
1: proper yeah, the do is definitely. I think it brought J- Jacob Graves no end. You look at the under
5: twenty one England under twenty one team from just not a ago. How many of those players in that England under twenty yeah. one side? I've
3: been regulars in the EFL in the last few years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that experience of of being in the league is crucial, I think, especially in a young player's career. You've got to go down there and experience, you know, the highs, lows, relegations, promotions, um, how to manage expectations, confidence levels. Um, To me, I'd rather send a player. If you've got a player, a a good prospect that you see being part of the first team in the future, to me, they should be out on loan. Yeah, uh, for, for a couple of years. Yeah. I mean, the, this is, I think, the problem with Fleming is that he's he's hardly played any football. I think, what is he, 23, 24 now? Something it's like that. Not far off of he's, he's, he's not really a youngster anymore, but he's hardly played any football. I think he's no. probably played less than 150 games in his career. You know, he's in his mid-20s. So, it's... And then he's got... I mean, to be fair, he went on that last season didn't really take his chance. But players like that, you have to get them out playing regular football until like their early 20s and then start phasing them into the starting 11 and, and I'm glad that we've got a decent um, youth set up now to do it. Yeah, I mean, look, it's Wikipedia here. He's played 31, 3, 10, 14 games. Yeah, he's not even played 100 games in his career. Yes,
1: no, not a lot, is it? It's no. Really for his he age, has but... suffered with a few injuries
4: yeah. he? and that's uh, that's not helped him, I don't think. And, I like. I, we were talking outside the studio again and I, I like Brandon Fleming. I thought it was going to be our best so our best left back by yeah. by a mile. But, you know, then he's picked up a couple of injuries and it's not really worked for him. And then, as we said, he's got out on loan and not got any games out on loan. And you would expect him in Oxford. You would expect him to get a game, wouldn't you? Yeah. yeah. He
5: got a few games, I think, towards the
1: end of the season, but it wasn't a regular start. No, him, no, so... no. Mm-hmm. We no, got but... a good bar last year in Christie, didn't we? Sarah's Christie, I That's think, you really. know. I think, as I said, outside, we could, we could move him further up the pitch. I think, you know, he's got a lot of ability about him and he'll players on, he makes, tries to make things happen. Which I like, you know, I think it's good, especially coming in from that right hand side.
3: Well, we tried that, didn't we? We had him, I think it was Dawson who did it first. Because do you remember when, um, was it Blackpool away, where, where Dawson named that team and it was like seven midfielders? Yeah, and everyone yeah. was like, yeah, what? he's going. lost the plot. Yeah yeah, 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 He's coming in like, what, what is this team? We had like Sl- uh, Slater and Docky out on the wings and all that. I think just right?
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, and we uh, ended up winning. Three,
3: three, t- three, one, something like that. Yeah, planned. yeah. Um, but, we, we we tried, he, he, I think it was Dawson first, did it where he pushed Christy further up the pitch and we we had Coyle behind him. The problem is, is would you rather have Christie up there than some of the other options we've got in that? Yeah, that is
4: the that question. Way. It's a difficult one and it's sad to say. Like, yeah. Would you yeah.
3: rather play Christy than Aliar? Would you rather play him there than Dawson? No, like, I, I possibly
4: I, would I play, I play him of Ali instead of Aliyah Ali 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 at the moment. I don't think Aliar's done enough. I think when he first came in, it looked really, really good for us, but I don't think he kicked on last season.
3: Yeah, to be quite it, honest, he said he has injuries. He's got everything see. but the final product. Yeah, oh, does, yeah, yeah. If he his commitments on,
4: he's... there, his speeds there. You know, it's just that as you say, he gets into the, he gets up to the 18-yard area, and then he thinks, what do I do? Yeah,
3: he passes when he should shoot, and yeah. he shoots yeah. when he should pass, mm. kind of thing. And it, so I, I wouldn't. As soon as, as he cracks that, you've got a player
1: putting uh, Christy in front of him. To be honest, I wouldn't I know. I think mm. you know, I, I don't know. He seems to have had another. At uh, least a lifeless Cyrus Christie since he come here. I I,
3: think... I, well, I think Cyrus Christie's is at, at least in the discussion for player of the season. if, he's, I think if he he yeah. fair. If He didn't get him. Yeah, I
1: think he was yeah definitely. Standard. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: I think he was like our fourth top scorer as well. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. yes. so, which was right is back? nuts. Isn't he? <laughs> Absolutely crazy isn't he? that he's the
4: fourth top scorer. But
3: probably puts a bit more eggs in the basket as to why we're trying to sell, <laughs> why we're trying to sell Oscar. maybe.
4: <laughs> definitely don't sell Oscar for God's sake. Yeah. Yeah.
3: But but when Greaves and Christie are in your top five,
4: Anyway, you're on West FM 106.9. It's Tiger Pop and it's so a Back Podcast Combine. Podcast. Yeah, Podcast. I'm trying to put words on Podcast Combine tonight. Uh, too many words for me, that's the problem. <laughs> uh, and we're doing it this time, and we might do it again if you like it. Uh, we've got about six minutes left of the show. Yep. So, what we're going to talk about to finish this show off, boys?
3: Oh, I don't know, actually.
4: What, who would you like to see come into the club? Uh...
1: Mbappe.
3: <laughs> well, yeah, I like I like the names that have been mentioned so far. I, I, I do like the prospect of uh, Ruben Vinagre in left back. Um, I remember him. I, I, I'm not going to pretend to remember him playing for Everton, but I do remember him playing for Wolves in this league. And he was outstanding. And he was like 19 back then. So that he, he got brilliant. a lot more experience. He, to me, would just be like, having another Cyrus Christie on the pitch down the other side and it just gives us that that multi-pronged attack from both sides that's crucial if you're wanting to break teams down, especially those that... Because I think our our issue last season was if a team sat back against us, we could not break them down. One
4: thing I don't think we need is any more midfielders, do (laughs) I, I? I wouldn't think so,
3: no. Um, but I, I'm quite glad that I don't think I've seen any midfielders linked with us. um <laughs>
4: Connelly last, last season there was a million midfielders <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. linked, and and and, and, and five hundred thousand of them are
3: actually. The it was like team's it was like back when we had Steve Bruce, and he kept signing number tens. <laughs> yeah.
5: yeah. What about uh, Connolly Then he's been mentioned, he? I know that I, yeah. I really liked Connolly. I think he was Oscar's best partner, honestly. Do, yeah, do, do yeah.
4: we worry about the injuries though? Because that's my thing: is we have two. It's so injuries. Too many injuries last season. I don't want somebody coming in who was going to be injury prone again.
3: Yeah, it's it's why that transfer surprised me because I don't think we would go back in for him. Yes, yeah. that reason. I
5: didn't honestly. I really wanted us to, but I thought it was over. Oh, but, yeah, but
3: yeah. If, if you think if resenia I mean, I think it's a loan, I think that's what I've seen, but yeah, yeah. and
5: I yeah, suppose
4: so his contract you know, not expires not taking, in summer, you're not taking a, as big a risk. Yeah. I think you take him on a loan, that is the thing that you could send him back if you needed to. Yeah,
3: he's probably happy to take him on another loan. And then, yeah. like would say, if his contract expires in summer, then we would probably get first dibs on signing him for free, which would be great. And if he yeah. stayed fit, then what signing yeah. that is.
1: I don't, he's definitely. not going to get in Brighton's team, like, is he? No, so. no.
3: Brighton fans don't like him at all. No, I sorry. mean, it, th- that's why I think his transfer, I mean, especially with me, um, a lot of the teams that he played for before, there was no team that had a good word to say about him. Yeah. No. And obviously, he is the perfect example of just judge him after you've seen him play. One
5: of the few people who liked him was Liam, who was that, (laughs) right? Yeah, there you go. And I think that's one of the things, you
4: know, it takes certain managers to get the best out of certain players. doesn't Mm. Liam seems to be able to get the best out of a lot of different personalities. You know, he just got that in his locker for some reason. I don't know where he's got it from. Uh, but you know he, he well, it's play, but he's always spoken about I saw coach. Liam when I was uh, chairman of the Hull City official supporters club Cottingham branch Liam came along with David Marler and the pair of them spoke yeah. so well you could see that both of them was going to do something in the game and I'll tell you one thing it's great to see both of them still involved in yeah. the FC football yeah, club so definitely... you know Marler's gone in on the youth setup. Liam's the manager it, 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 it's really good to see those players that did so well for us Back in the Premier League era,
5: coming back and doing something with the team now. Yeah, yeah. well, I remember when he first got mentioned for seeing for the job. I thought I didn't even get it happened, but as soon as it was, I, was like, I was like, I hope it happens because it was one of my favorite players at the time. Yes, yeah. of that team because I loved him as a player. And I thought I always thought we should never have got rid of him when we did.
4: Well, one of the things that you know we we get to go to the press conferences uh, with Westall FM, and the thing that you know I, I'm always totally impressed with. He comes round the press room and shakes everybody's hand as, as somebody walks in. Yeah. He can just yeah. tell he's he's got that charisma. He's that sort of yeah. re, really nice person. <clears throat> Doesn't matter who you are, just comes across, shakes your hand, says are you all right. You know, and they don't come across fake. Either. No, it's, it's definitely yeah, not yeah. fake. It's definitely not yeah. fake. He means it all the time. And I love that about him. Yeah, yeah.
3: I, 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 my my daughter, my eldest daughter Mia, was um, mascot of the West Brom game last season, and um, when. They, they, when they're waiting in the tunnel beforehand uh, for the players arriving, every single player stops and signs that book for them. Every single, there was about six mascots who were there for about 10 minutes signing these books. But every yeah. single player of the squad stops and signs them. And then when Rosinia came in after them all, he sat and he, 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 he chatted to them all like he didn't just say hi sign the book and walk off he spoke to them all ask them questions see how the day was stood out a picture with them, made and laugh all that kind of thing and when you stood there like as a parent watching them with your kids and then like thinking he didn't have to do that no but that's uh, the type of guy that was a senior is. yeah and yeah. He, every I, you can guarantee he does it every single year
4: yeah what what a guy and i i let's hope that he's there uh, you know he has a, a really good successful season this coming season uh let's hope we can make that top six or even higher uh, that'd be really nice to you know maybe make that I'll top. Take me, too. I'll take mid tables. <laughs> well listen, you, 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 Liam's dreaming big.
3: has last season and not well, too. Well, if, if
4: if we watch seen. if we watch him on his pre-season, he comes back for the first day of pre-season, he gives that talk. If we don't
5: believe, then, you know, the players don't believe. We have to believe that what he's saying is the truth. If he wasn't dreaming big, there'd be no chance. No. We've got one minute left on the show uh,
4: because we've got to finish for the news, unfortunately. But I've really enjoyed this uh, podcast and uh, Tiger Pop collaboration. Yeah, it's been good. Uh, I hope you all watching and listening have enjoyed it too. If you haven't, please don't message. If you have just yeah, message we, in and say it was brilliant. You know, <laughs> give, <laughs> us up, give, give us loads of stars. Whatever you can do, we'll
3: let you uh, it. I think uh, we, we need to give a big shout-out to Will because uh, we've not had one expletive. He's just really
4: him well. Will. will, you've got 30 seconds left. <laughs> <in yourself. laughs> Definitely so. Fantastic. I, fantastic. <laughs> and Will's going to be up there on the top of the stadium for Westall FM doing the Telling Twitter commentary downstairs. again. We're going to try and get him to do some team news and stuff like that this season. So we're looking forward to that. And we'll try and do some more linking up between To Hull and Back and Westall FM's Tiger Pop. Uh, I've been Andy Wright. I've been Paul Wright.
3: I've been at North grips I've
4: been William. And uh, you've been listening to the Tiger Pop and To Hull and Back podcast. We will hope to do it again soon. Enjoy the rest of your evening whatever you're doing.